Hey, and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Hillary. Woohoo, solo session today. Uh, session 11. Wow, how time flies. Now, today, the session, I've got a bit of a Q&A. I've had a few questions come in, just a couple. So I thought I'd answer those on the podcast. What a great opportunity. And I want to talk a little bit about what it takes to get from setting a goal or deciding you want to achieve something and how it is that you actually implement and make it happen. And I'm going to be relating that to property development. So here, episode 11, let's jump in. And welcome to episode 11. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm getting such fantastic feedback. Thank you so much and really enjoying the emails that I am receiving. So feel free to email me. I love it. And uh, if you've got any feedback, positive or negative, I like to hear. I don't mind feedback. Any way I can improve is always a good thing. But if you've got great feedback, I'd love you to leave me a raving review. That'd be great. Give me some five stars and some things like that. Remember each week I give a coaching session away. So this week, the complimentary session, a property session, goes out to Lorraine, Lorraine Guy. I'll be reaching out to you. Thank you so much for your lovely comments. And I, yeah, I'll, I'll be in touch very shortly. By the time this goes out, I've probably been in touch. Anyway, so today's session solo. And like I said, it's going to be, I'm answering a couple of questions from people. And I want to talk a little bit about how it is that we go from where we are to where we want to go, what stops us, and, and just a few techniques that can help you get to where you'd like to go. So I suppose I'm going to start with the achieving thing, with the goal setting thing, because that's really my buzz. Ironically, the other day I was I make voice notes all the time and I was looking through the voice notes in my phone and they go back to 2011 and I'm talking about the same stuff. I'm always talking about goals and achieving things and how to achieve more and how to do it. And I've been involved in motivation for so, so long. It is crazy. And I've got like so many recordings on my phone and I go back and listen and it's such a buzz. But I suppose that's why my message is so clear for me. It's so strong. I understand it so well. But we'll record things and Bob's always like, you just shoot it off the hip. How do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, it's just my topics. Like his is so much, like he knows so much about property development. And I know so much about, you know, the mindset and, and I just, I've just been doing it forever, just like he has property. But anyway, what a great combination we have, the two of us. And he's learned so much about human behavior and, and getting people to act. And I've learned so much about property development. So we've been very, very lucky. So what is it that happens when, when we set a goal? I did the complimentary goal setting session and we had quite a few people on. What always excites me is that. I get a lot of men on that, which is really cool because it's often seen as a soft skill that males don't partake in. And I guess it's a real buzz to know that, that they are allowing the time or dedicating the time to themselves so they achieve. So, so well done to everybody who came, but I'm super always excited when I see that's not just females. Although I love working with females. It's definitely a passion of mine. Okay. So the goal setting thing, the problem is the next step. So we can decide we want to achieve something, but very often it's the system we put in place. So we do achieve that is where we fall down. And we don't carry on with the same level of momentum and excitement that we started with. So we might think, okay, I'm going to get into property development and, and what is it I'm going to do? And often people start with renovating or they might start with a splitter or, you know, just something smaller. 
and they have the best of intentions and never do anything. Or like I allude to in previous podcasts, they might get started and they might do one project or maybe two and they're too scared to step it up, but they want to, or they just don't do any more and they do want to. So what stops us? And generally it is just old habits. So if you look at where you are right now in your life, have a look at, you know, today, whether you're listening to this, driving the car, dropping the kids at school, heading to the office, at the gym, whatever, wherever you are right now, the shape of your body, your current financial situation, where you are in your career, where you are on your property journey, whatever you're doing is because of all of the actions that you have repetitively done that have got you here. And if you think about it, those actions are repetitive. You wake up pretty much every day and do the same thing over and over. Sounds crazy, but it happens. And that you pretty much eat the same food over and over. Like you might roll between sort of, I don't know, up to potentially 10 different menus if you're lucky, but most of us don't. We do do things over and over. But when we set a goal, we're setting a goal, which means we're going to have to do something different. But We start with the best of intentions and make a few changes and then we go back to doing the things we used to do because it's comfy there. I do coaching tips a couple of times a month inside our Property Accelerator membership and this was the the topic for this month. It was like we can't live our life by looking in the rear view mirror. If you think of it like a car, the windscreen is wide for a reason. That is where we're going. We get there by being present, by doing the actions right now, by steering the car, by changing the gears. That is the now actions. And that takes us forward. If we keep looking in the rear view mirror, we'll end up going backwards. We'll probably veer off the road. We'll crash. We'll we'll end up going nowhere. And that's like life. It's about being present and being aware and taking notice of the actions that you are taking and doing right now because they are the things that are going to propel you forward. So when it comes to property development, you've done a course or or you're not progressing how you'd want to, what are the actions that you're not taking? What are the things that you're not doing that will take you forward? And if you're giving them excuses, and nobody likes the word excuses, but if you are using excuses like too busy or you've got no support or, or whatever the things are that slow you up, You have to take a look and think, you know what, I can do this because obstacles need to be seen as on the way and not in the way. If you really want something, you will go and do it. The problem will be that your old behaviors, your old habits, the things that you've done over and over and over, you want to go back to doing those because it's easier. Our brain loves doing the same thing over and over every time. We just love repetition of, it's cognitive miser theory. We just, we like doing the same thing over and over. It saves thinking and the brain likes that and we like it. I equate it to a pair of old slippers. You just want to slip on those old slippers and do same old, same old, but you can't. You really need to take a look at what habits you need to change, at what actions you need to change, be aware of them and take action to change them. And it's only small things every day. For me, I break goals down. I teach goals, break them down into milestones, break them down into tasks, as many as you can, a massive list. And lastly, take three actions a day. Because three actions a day, and if you are super busy and can't, well then go to one. But it will take you forward. You will progress with that. So it's about progressing and moving forward continuously, no matter where you are on your journey. So that was my wee coaching tip for today around like, how to get from where you are to where you're going. Stop looking in the rear view mirror. Stop using yesterday's habits, actions, thoughts, and everything that you've been doing about your past. Start living in the present. If you want to change your future and take it in a different direction, your present needs to change. And just another tip there, 
what will happen when you start changing the present, the now, the behaviors of now, and the old, the old habits want to come back and they'll start sort of trying to sneak in. That all happens in here. That all happens in the six inches of real estate between your ears. So that's the stuff, the fear, the uncertainty. I don't know if I can and, and everything else. It becomes overwhelming almost. And that's because your brain is like, no, 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 go back to slipper land. Put those slippers. Let's do the comfy stuff that I always do. So it's being aware of how your mind will want to go back there and it wants you to look in the rear vision mirror. It wants you to drive backwards. It wants you to be comfy and you don't want to go there. Anyway, I hope that was useful. Let's move on to question number one. And I've got it here on my phone so I can read it out. I won't read the whole thing, but I'll read out the bits that I can answer the question to because it's a lovely letter. But basically it's saying that, look, I've just realized that I I like the idea of property development and hadn't ever thought of it, but we don't really have any money apart from 250,000 equity in our property and there's not really much in the line of savings because it all goes into paying off the house and we've got a few children and dad's working and mum's not. Like how how do we even do this? Okay, that is a great question and well done. Thanks very much for emailing it. And the thing is with property development, well, let's start with equity. The thing with equity, and by the way, this is this is just general talk. This is not by any, any way or means or anything financial advice. But for you to understand that you can learn about this is the thing with equity in your house, you can pretty much use 70% of it. If you've got 250000 then you actually have 70% of that available for you to use. So if you've got 250000 available equity in your house, it pretty much means that depending on how much debt, but you can probably use about 70% of that equity. So what we really need to understand is there's no real rush in paying off our house when interest rates are so low. It's kind of pointless because money is free and we can do more with our money. So 70% is about 175000 that you are able to use. Now, there are varying things that you can do with that $175,000. Even something like you can invest in other people's projects, that's like armchair developer. We teach about armchair developer strategies and we have an ebook. So I'll put the link in the show notes and you can download that, the armchair developer ebook, because it explains what it means and the different types of modeling there is around becoming an armchair developer. There is an opportunity to use that $175,000 that you're only paying around two, three percent, whatever to the bank with. Say it was, I don't know, two and a half percent or three percent. And you could get that earning money inside somebody else's deal. Like you could be a, a money partner for somebody. So potentially that could be anything from first, depending on the level of security, whether it's first mortgage security or second mortgage security or, or whatever level of security. So remember, first mortgage security is going to pay less interest and second mortgage or non-register or what, however it's structured, they all have the, the higher the level of risk, the higher the level of interest paid, the lower the level of risk, the lower the level of interest paid. Like we currently have a first mortgage security option available for 9%. For, I mean, so that's 9%. Some people might think 9%, but hey, it's first mortgage security. That's like a bank. So there are opportunities like that out there. And even if in worst case you use that scenario and said, oh, I'd like to invest in that project, that would mean the 3% from the bank, we're paying 9 quarterly, you're making 6% 
So 6% or even 100,000 is 6,000. That's over $100 a week you get back in interest. So, I mean, that's just a really simple way of looking at it. But there are people out there offering plenty more opportunities than that with, with different levels of security. So yeah, I do suggest you download that ebook. Um, and that's just one option. The other thing would be, I'm going to say it, propertymastermind.com.au. I would definitely get an education and understand it, understand what property development is and what you could do because there's opportunities with joint venture partners. There is more people out there with money than there is with education. So if you have education, and I mean good education, which we offer good education, Bob's not only been in property development for a long time, he has also developed the entire time. It's very easy to say I've been in property since I was 18 because I have, but I didn't do property development development since then. Uh, he's worked like he's worked in every state right around Australia for for 38 years in property development. So he has done property development for a very long time. So he knows so much. So having an education from him is, is not a bad idea. But anyway, becoming educated in what you can do because there are so many creative strategies when it comes to doing property developments. You don't necessarily have to go out and do one all by yourself if you don't have enough money. But if you have some money and you have education, you could find somebody who wants to put some money in. You could also find somebody else who has some money and some education and they want to do it with you. There are so many ways and that's just one of the many creative strategies. You know, there are things like joint ventures with landowners where you could have a deal for a landowner who uses the land as security And that's another way that you could potentially get into a deal. So there are so many different ways. But the number one thing would be understanding that letting your money sit inside your property right now or paying it off as fast as you can probably isn't the best idea. And maybe opening your mind up to opportunities as to how you could make your money work better for you. And like I said, maybe that's armchair developer strategies or maybe that's doing your own development and starting off, you know, small, small, you mentioned where you live, maybe somewhere close by there. You never know what's available until you sort of open your eyes and see what what potential there is out there. And uh, there is so much potential. So good on you for reaching out and asking. And I'm glad that you've sort of realized that, hey, you could do this. It reminded me of Coralie's story back, um, I think that was episode six when I interviewed Coralie, when she said she went to an event and sat there and it was all about property. And she thought, wow, these are my people. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. She didn't actually realize that it was a thing that she could do and that she could change her life and sort of build life her way. It was very exciting. So that was question one. What I'm trying to allude to is anybody can do this. You don't necessarily look at a high rise and think that's a property developer. It's not the the old days of the big guy down the Gold Coast with the medallion and the shirt ripped open, those days are over. You'd be so surprised. I mean, the episode last week with Mary that came out, wow, she came into property development. Oh, actually, no, it was the week before, sorry. Mary came into property development through divorce and she had to do something. And it just turned out she it evolved for her. And if you listen to last week, we talked about Kyle. We always sort of, we talk about him as, as our accidental property developer. Basically, Kyle bought a property as a lifestyle block for his family. And his idea was to subdivide it. But the council was like, nah, you, you know, that he couldn't because of the area. They wanted him to do more. So. 
He's building himself a a 13 lot subdivision. So, I mean, those sorts of things don't normally happen. But what I'm saying is those people never woke up at 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, however old they are, thinking, I want to be a property developer. They just came to a realization, perhaps like you might be right now or any of anybody listening to this, that this is, this has potential and this could be you. Now, the next question. So yeah. Hey. Hope that was useful. Maybe set that goal. Maybe set that goal, put some strategies in place, write down a whole lot of tasks and start taking actions every day. There's a thought. Okay. And the next question that I had came in from somebody who I'd been talking to and they were asking me what I thought of a piece of land and Bob did the numbers on it and it just wasn't going to work. It can't work. And and it was a little bit unfortunate. It was a reno at the front and build on the back. And I said, it's a shame because it's really about a person's situation. I said, like a young couple could do this so easy or a person who's prepared to move into a house that isn't perfect and pray. I've done a few of those in my time and renovate the house while you live in it. That way you're not paying rent. And then over time, you get that uplift in the property, the, the increase in price, you know, the whole land value increases, then you can subdivide and sell off, develop the back and either sell them both or live in one and sell the other or whatever. And that's one way to do a splitter is to start with the renovation on the front. But unfortunately for this person, they can't move into it because of their circumstances. So it would mean they would have to buy it with a loan and then they'd have to put, uh, that would be a loan from the bank, they'd have to put tenants into it. And then just when you crunch the numbers, the percentage is, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know, I think it went down to about 9% and a bank isn't going to loan on 9%. They just, that's, you know, that's how things are valued. That just won't happen. But the only way that could happen would be for somebody who's prepared to move into it. And I do know other people like that. I'm working with somebody right now down in Victoria and she's totally prepared to do that. It's ironic because her plan originally was to do something a little bit bigger. And now it's like, you know what? I want to do move in and do a reno and carry on working and potter away at that while I'm doing that, subdivide the bat, get a DA, get it all done. And it's really exciting for her. It's opened up the world of so much opportunity. She loves the idea that she gets to be creative. She loves the idea that, you know, start again and like a new home and make it hers, like not just be creative, like design the whole thing how she wants to. And for her, it's going to be a really profitable and sort of has great potential. And and it's just a female on her own. So, so when a deal doesn't necessarily work because it doesn't stack up, especially when somebody wants to develop the site and, and just they're going to knock the house over, you know, or, or they're going to reno the front, but they're not going to live in it. It's a little bit harder to make that work. Not a lot and not always, but it can be a bit harder. But where that opportunity can work for people is if they are prepared to move in to the place and do the renovation, you know, while that's going on, as it can be a little bit slower. But yeah, it is an opportunity for people. So that's another thing that people can look out for is the potential for a piece of land that is subdividable or maybe it already is two lots, maybe it just needs splitting. And sort of getting into property development that way where you put one on the back or maybe a duplex or whatever it is that regulations that zoning allows for. But it just gives you that opportunity. So, you know, that that is possible. So there you go. There's a couple of questions answered for this week. I hope they inspire you to think, hmm, maybe this is a game I can get into. And yeah, maybe I need to have a look at the goals that I'm setting for myself and have a look what I'm doing in my present and take some actions that uh, maybe carve out an escape route from your old actions and, and give yourself a new route to take you to where you want to be. 
So people, I hope you find that really useful. Uh, it's been great fun. I'm actually really starting to enjoy doing the podcast now. I was freaking out initially when I, because you know, I'm on camera and I was a little, a little bit scary, but hey, I'm here. We're loving it. Uh, for those of you, I hope by this the time this comes out, you might have joined us for Breakfast in Bed with Bob and Hillary. It's our new property development meetup. So if you want to get in on those, it's just nice and early. It's like join us in your jammies kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, people loved it. We rode around the country. Obviously, it's online because we're in a bit of a lockdown. But if you're interested in jumping in on those, just join our mailing list and you'll get told when they are. So links below are the Armchair Developer Strategies. Make sure you get that. If you're interested in the courses that we have available, propertymastermind.com.au. Jump out, follow our general page, the Property Mastermind page, but Property Developer Secrets and Hacks is our Facebook group if you want to jump in there. And remember to give me some sort of raving review on Apple or this is also on YouTube, so you're welcome to leave a positive, happy comment there. And if you'd like to reach out, if you have any questions, you are welcome to email them to hillary at propertymastermind.com.au. And remember, the free session this week went out to Lorraine, guys. So I'll be reaching out to you, Lorraine. Thank you to Lorraine. Great comments. And that's about it from me, everybody. I will catch you next week. See ya. Catch you next time.